imagine all life as you know it stopping instantaneously and every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light. Total Protonic Reversal. Protonic Reversal. Protonic Reversal with your host, Conan Neutron. Broadcasting from a secret underground lair in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. A gigantic middle finger to everything that is rock about music, rock and roll, and corporate power. The thing is, though, if you don't laugh, you're going to go on a killing spree with shot and nails. Confidence of a hero or a fool, I wasn't exactly certain which. Could not be more professional. That's like a science thing, right? Indeed, indeed, indeed it is. It is a science thing. It is a science place. It is a scientific fact that we are all up in your face. It is time once again for the one, the only... Protonic Reversal. Welcome to it. Welcome to it. Welcome to it. Episode 280. We've got Toko tonight. Toko Yasuda. I'm very excited uh, to talk to her. We've been trying to do this for, frankly, a long time. So I'm very, very stoked that uh, it's actually happening now. And uh, she's done so much. Uh, Enon, always a very special place in my heart. She's played in uh, Annie's Band at St. Vincent. She was in Blonde Redhead early on. Uh, so many awesome bands. I, 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 if I remember correctly, I think she's actually in the touring version of Sleater Kenny now. So I'm very excited uh, on every possible level uh, to talk to her. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad we made it happen. We, were, we made it happen. So anyway, uh, before we get into that, welcome to Conan Neutron's Protonic Reversal. I, of course, am your host, Conan Neutron. I'm a rock and roll lifer who has toured and recorded for over... 22 years, most known for the band Conan Neutron and the Secret Friends. Music is a huge part of my life, and I use the format of this very long-running podcast to talk about music with musicians whose work I enjoy and respect. Folks, that may or may not be household names, but do something very, very special. This is episode 280. If this is your first time listening to the show, uh, or if you're a long-time listener, all the archives are at protonconversal.com and are always free. No ads, no sponsors, no kidding. If you'd like to support the show and get episodes sooner, you can give $1 a month to patreon.com slash protonconversal. And if you like the show or even just a single episode, please feel free to share it along, like, subscribe, post a review, all that stuff. It all helps people find the show, and it's frankly just a darn nice thing to do. Okay, so there you go. Uh, let's talk to the woman of the hour here. Uh, I think we're going to uh, just dive right into it and and see what we can get into, so to speak. So let's go ahead and uh, bring her on. Episode 280. It's Toko. <laughs> Hello. Toko, welcome to the show. <laughs> Hello. Can you hear me Hold okay? On. Everything good? Yeah, yes, I can. You sound wonderful. It's it's so nice to hear you. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Thank you so much for coming on the show. We've been working on this for a while, so I'm I'm glad. (laughs) True. (laughs) Not the least of which is is uh, long stretches of like, oh yeah, we should do that. That we we should totally do that. And then you know, some terrible thing happens in the world, and 
et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. It's still weird, huh? Yeah, it is. Uh, so I guess like that's a that's a good, that's a good opening as Omicron rages. How are you dealing with your uh, with your quarantines? Like how are, how are you dealing with everything? Thanks for having me. Yep. Uh, are you doing okay with uh, with quarantine? Are you are you are you stir crazy? You're a pretty active lady, so I think uh, you know uh, there's obviously not a whole lot happening. Are you finding yeah. it easy to be creative still? Or are you just what's what's your what's well, your quarantine activity? Well, I don't mind being quarantined. I like being home, you know, because yeah, I'm busy when I'm out there. But when I'm not out there, I really I'm such a homebody. Right. <laughs> so I don't have much problem. Yeah. Home, but creative-wise, it's been weird. Yeah, it's it's. I'm like in a weird funk for a while. Yeah, being creative. It's hard. You know? it's hard to do. I mean. Yeah. yeah, it's weird because you think you have so much more time in your hand. You think you're just gonna be so creative with all your extra times. Yeah. But then sometimes nope. it doesn't happen <laughs> like that. You know. It's It's really difficult. It's difficult just to be okay it's difficult just to it's it's strange i wasn't expecting in in that to me you know like i was like oh i now i'm i have to be home i'm gonna write all these songs and i'm gonna finish all these you know all the archives that i have never finished but doesn't happen like that (laughs) yeah and i you know, and it's interesting you say that because I've heard other folks express that same thing. I've, I've found that kind of, to kind of to be the case as well, that th- there's something there that even though you know, oh, I can use this time and, and be useful. It's like, well, you're also having this shared experience of going through mm. something relatively unprecedented in modern times. Mm. It's very stressful. Yeah, it's weird because like when you have so much time in this urgent like situation in the world, but yeah. you're like so like isolated in your world that like the urgency becomes kind of stale because you're just not feeling that urgent, you know? Yeah. Does it make in a weird way? Yeah, it's that you're you're right. That's it's kind of crazy that um it's kind of kind of crazy how that works because you think to yourself like, "Oh, wow, I'm going to use this time and do all these things that I've always meant to do." And then mm. it just seems like hard to do somehow. But uh, yeah, I've heard that same uh, that same thing expressed many times over, and I don't have an answer for that. But I just think it's interesting. That that's kind of something that I've I've gotten from a lot of folks. Uh, yeah, I don't think it applies to everybody. It just applies to like me, a bit lazy person. <laughs> <laughs> Hardly. Are you kidding me? Come on, you're. <laughs> I am a lazy person. I know me. I, I would, yeah. I would, I would never ever uh, use that term to characterize you. I think you are. Well, I work hard, but when it comes down to this, like, ah, oh, now I have so much time, I get really lazy. Okay. Well, yeah, you know, there's there's something to be said for it when it comes when it comes down to it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what lazy means applies to you know different ways, but different means different things for different folks for sure. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, I think that you're someone that you came to my attention with Enan. I, I was, as you as you well know, a very big Enan fan. I love that band. 
I, I kind of thought Enan never quite got its due. Mm. You know, I think some of that is, you know, chance. Some of that's just, mm. uh, you know, not, not anything that, like, has nothing to do with the uh, quality of the band. It has mm. to do as much with, with luck as anything else. But, gosh, you guys put out an incredible catalog. Like, the... Um, th- they still they still hold up. Like you listen to the albums, and like to me, they don't sound they don't sound dated. Like 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 some uh, records. Even, even do, thank you, know? you for for that. You know. Yeah, and I you know I, I was listening to like High Society mm. uh, the other day, and I was like, wow, there's like this is like this record's all hits. <laughs> like yeah, every that, song. that album is is pretty solid. I would say you know it's more like. A, uh, like your parents listen to and they'll be like, oh, it's good, you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> totally, and, yeah. You know, like, yeah, but it's like a timeless uh, archives means so much more to me than like like instant hits, you know? Yeah. So that means, and we don't, you know, I don't know what we we have put out, but it's coming from, from, listeners to let me know that means a lot so thank you yeah and in i saw the band uh you know many times around around that time and where are you well i'm in milwaukee now by the time that was uh when i first saw you play and met you was a uh, bottom of the hill san francisco that was oh, uh yeah, we played there a bunch of times yes you did <laughs> and it was great i like that place yeah still around by the way, yeah, which is cool. which is fantastic. Cool, cool. Like it's always like I think every other venue uh, of a smaller size has all gone away, but Bottom the Hill remains, which is uh, yeah, I really like that venue. Good memories. Beautiful. Uh, the the um, but yeah, I don't want to just uh, talk about Enan. Like you, you've talked about, you know, we you've done so many other things. Uh, I think it, it might be easier. I don't know if you're if you're into it. I, I was talking to. Uh, Dave Leto of uh, of Rai Coalition, who I think you uh, played oh, with. Oh, Dave! Yeah. <laughs> In the laps, yeah. right? Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dave, we yeah we played too together. Yeah. He's an amazing drummer. He's a really great drummer. That he's a. Yeah. Uh, I've been so out of touch with him. I haven't. I don't even have his phone number or anything. How is he doing? He's doing well. He uh, he came on the show. Uh, not that long ago, and we we had a nice long uh, discussion, and uh, he seems like he's doing good. So, and he's uh, on, good. he's on Instagram. I'll I'll connect you to, so you, oh, can, so you can talk. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, a bit more active on it. Like I used to do more, but I just been so like, like not on it much. But yeah, it's a good place to connect, reconnect. It it it, yeah, it really is. It really is. Yeah, like you can find people, you know. Yeah, and it's 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 kind of sometimes it's like instant time travel or something. So cause that that's gotta be, <laughs> oh, yeah. so that's like late nineties, right? Like ninety seven, mm-hmm. ninety eight, somewhere around that neighborhood. Oh, it's nineties, yeah, good, good, good nineties. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so that was w- when that band started. That was uh, you and Chris Leo. Right? Mm, yeah, me and Chris. Yeah, and who was with us? Uh, uh, Neil O'Brien, who's played drum before, and then, uh, yeah, 
it's so blur. I'm sorry. No, no, I that's fine. It's, 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 hey, Toko, it's <laughs> been it's been a while. It's you're doing fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was yeah. I yes, yes. That was my, my very early part of my like a uh, touring beginning of this music journey for sure. So. Well, and then. Because uh, before that was uh, the Van Pelt, if I remember correctly, which I I, I, knew, I knew of, but I don't think I. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I... no. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and the and these are you got to understand in the days before and for the younger folks listening, uh, it was sometimes harder. You heard about a band for years and you never actually heard them until maybe you saw them play, uh, which. I... Yeah, that was like my like very green era, you know, like first bands in the states, like a first tour you do. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And yeah. that and that was a great. So that you and Dave played in uh, the laps with you. It, uh, it, yeah, it must be the laps because yeah, the Van Pelt had a Neil for drummer. Yeah, it was a laps then. Yes, yes. So had you. So had you really played much like you you were saying that that was your first band that really toured, right? That was your first band that really got. Yeah, yeah the Vampel, I believe. Yeah, it was my first band that actually I got in the van with gear and traveled. Yeah. Were you on board with it immediately or was there some hesitation of like, oh, this is not very glamorous. <laughs> no, I was so excited. Just, you know, be able to see see yeah. see the you know, cities and the best ways to get to know the country that I never grew up, you know? Like That's true. It was also like exciting that time. I mean it's always exciting to be traveling for me, but that was definitely special because I could have not done that, you know. I could do it because I happen to play bass. Right. And Everyone needs was, a bass player. <laughs> yeah, like beginning of all the journeys that I, I've been able to do, luckily, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think yeah. I think that. Well, and and uh, you have a you have a very unique bass playing style. Did you where was the bass your first instrument when you start started playing? Was the bass your first instrument? Uh, no, sorry. Oh, my first instrument was piano when I was little girl. Uh, my mom played piano, so we had piano at home, and she kind of forced me into you know take like like these Asian parents like a stereotype you know like. <laughs> Like, you know, lesson for yeah. my daughter. <laughs> yeah, right. so I took piano lessons for a couple years. So that was my first instrument. I we never, you know, never pursued to be like a professionals or anything like that. Right. Um, yeah. So, but piano really covers everything when you look back to it. Like you have a melody, you have a bass line on the left hand, and then you have like a rhythm. You know, like. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and the, yeah. uh, limb independence, right? Get one hand doing yeah. one thing and one doing, hopefully. Yeah, piano is crucial to to be like a versatile musician in a way, you know, because you just covered all that, like rhythm, bass, melody, and 
practicing. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. And so were you, did you sing from uh, from an early age too, or did that come later? Oh, no, no. I never really sang or anything like that. That's interesting. Oh, wow, that's so interesting. So I think you got a, such a distinctive voice that I think I just, in my mind, thought that no, you had I had some training. No, I never like a willingly sang, you know? Really? Okay. Okay. But, but can you sing this? Can you, like, you should sing on this? Yeah. I you know just went along, you know, I'm not like a real singer. I don't think so. I just, I just did, you know, like I'm not trained or I don't have perfect pitch or anything like that. <laughs> well, you could have fooled me. I mean, I, every time I hear you do <laughs> well, vocals. If, no, if you ask like a professional singer. Yeah, they, yeah well, they always, they have. <laughs> yeah, like, no, one time, I think it was an Enon played in France. Mm-hmm. This really wasted man came to me after the gig, told me that you shouldn't sing. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Yeah, yeah. He was like, you, you're not a singer. You shouldn't sing. It's not good for this band. He <laughs> said. Wow, screw so, that guy. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry about that, but uh, I have to do it, you know. <laughs> well, first of all, that dude was wrong. Also, if he's wasted, so. I just laughed. Yeah, yeah. I, what can you see to that? Either. I was like, I thought he was a rude, but I was just like, oh, yeah, yeah. You're not totally wrong, but <laughs> this, you know, it's not your fucking business. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're just a dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's... So singing. So yeah. So singing is not really like my uh, persuasion or anything like that. You know. Well, that's so wild because for me, one of the key things <laughs> with Enan was how you and John would trade vocals. Like, I, I really like that aspect of the band that, uh, to me... Yeah. It turned out pretty good, but it was his idea, you know? It reminded me, without sounding anything like Fugazi, kind <laughs> of like how Fugazi would, you know? Like how they'd well, have... They're great, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's worse. like a, two completely different singers, just yeah, totally different styles, it. right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever that works works, I suppose, right? Yeah, well, definitely, and it, I, th I think that it also, when you have singers that are a different style like that, that can help draw the listener in when you uh, are sequencing a record, right? If you if you're alternating off, kind of like how you guys normally did on on the records, then mm. it sounds. Like, it plays differently than if you had, oh, here's all of John's songs together. Here's all the Toko songs together. Like, it hits differently. Yeah, yeah in on that, things came really naturally. So I liked that because, you know, I'm never like, this is my song. I'm going to sing, you know. It's just kind of like, why don't you sing that part, write some melodies, and, you know. It, it really came naturally, and I, I really liked that about that band was like, really natural you know yeah. the song process well and that's so. that came through like there was a sort of you know breeziness to the band while knowing that clearly the song craft and performance is very you're very intent on putting on a good show and, and writing its songs but like there was a a quality to it that made it seem more i mean i i think people use the word fun sometimes and they use that to <laughs> like not to mean like it's not important, but I think it is important, and I think it's a it was Enon was a very fun band. Ah, uh, that's great because that's what you know what you want when you go out to see band, you know. Yeah, exactly. Like it's really 
bummer when you like the record and you go out to see performance and you're disappointed. It's it's it sucks and I just did never wanted like people to come out to see you perform and be disappointed. Right. You know. Yeah. yeah so where you're like you like the record and the the show is just not great. <laughs> yeah. I mean shows we probably sucked because we weren't on it, but like we tried, you know. <laughs> well, I mean I think it was consistent and that's it's also I think Enon's an interesting band mm. in, uh, as well because you know, John started up uh, like the earlier version with the Skeleton Key guys, right? And oh, yeah, Rick, he was a crucial in the band. It's the best, best part of Enon, you know. Like, it's really I joined Enon because I really enjoyed Rick and John, and you know, it's just the whole spectrum of all, you know. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, it's, you know, Rick left, but Enon is really, to me, is Rick, John, and us, you know, like, in a way. Oh, absolutely. I mean, because uh, Steve, Steve Calhoun was in, and then he took off, yeah. right? And Amazing he, drummer. Yeah. Yeah. And Matt came in. Who's great? Pretty much time as uh, I did a little later. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's something there's something about Matt's style that's uh, very unique, and that's interesting hmm. because, I mean, yeah, it, yeah, he's great. Uh, it, it, like I think that as much as I like to sort of the junk percussion, mm. uh, crazy early Enon stuff, I think um, I think the band came into its own. With uh, the the the, f- the first record that you were on, I think that that was like when the band kind of became something special, became very different. Oh, cool, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. That band, that band was in fun band, huh? <laughs> very fun band, yeah, absolutely, hundred <laughs> percent, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you think that? Uh, so, so tell me about. Uh, well, I'm, I know I'm jumping around all over the place here. Oh, that's fine. My mind. <laughs> Jumping around too. So. Okay, good. Well, then it all works out. <laughs> I'm staring at the snow capped mountain right now and talking to you. So. Oh, that's fantastic. I love it. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> great. That's, that's a great. great backyard, just sitting and looking at the mountain, talking to you. That's, that's, you could, you could do a whole lot worse than that. That's for sure. Mm. <laughs> uh, so I think that if you have a, if you have a band like that, where clearly it's mm. it's a fun experience, like it, it's it's the the songs are good, like you know that the songs are. Do you you know that you had something special early on, like when you when you first started uh, uh, playing with those guys? You're like, oh, this is this is a good song. This is also mm-hmm. a good song. This is yeah. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. It's good song because something that like unexpected. Yeah. You know, like a uh, song that's like a, you you heard it, you know, the song's just like, oh, this song sounds like that. Or like that's, it songs sounds like, that song that I, I like listening all these years old. But the song stuff just like, what is this, you know? Right. But, 
it was really fresh for me. I it, it's it's a genre that I never like been involved before. I think, mm-hmm. and like it gave me kind of more freedom to to just experiment with writing too. Yeah,、uh, I, I can yeah, hear that. I it can felt that. very free, you know. And it was first time I was really like be handed the sampler that I could just sample stuff and started to start a song with a sam- sampler because, like John and Rick both had the suitcase with, like, you know, like Roland samplers or like ro- you know, like like a Korg SK ones and all that stuff that I kind of knew but like I never used. To write music with before, and yeah, just kind of they gave me kind of like a playground to just just do something to to have something bring up with something, and we will work together kind of thing. So like, yeah, it's it was very、um, crucial like a period of time that I became really involved in samplings and more like a. You know, the things not just like strings, bass, drums, and keyboards and guitar kind of. Yeah, go, going beyond just rock instruments, making rock music. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but. No, no, nothing wrong with that. But like, just I never been in a band like that before, so. Yeah. I start experimenting more, and then I got just it. It got really deeper and deeper. Like I got really into it, you know. Yeah, and it shows that there's this kind of、uh, devilishly experimental side, you know that that it, it kind of you know without losing the plot of what it is you're trying to do that made for some、yep. pretty cool songs, you know, it, it, it made for、mm. interesting.、Uh, you know, there's like the w- weird、yeah. synth stuff, you know, like the biz-、mm. yeah bizarre sampling. I mean, it's. It's a, it's yeah, I think it's it's something that I think is not it's not thought of as as commonplace in rock music.、Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, and I think it really、uh, put me in a place that I wouldn't be before. You know, like naturally, and yeah, like like took me to different place to write songs, kind of way. Yeah, and did you? I mean, was that just sort of relentless creativity? Uh, I mean, did you just? It seemed like you were just going, just like in the lab, like going. Yeah, I mean, I had like a, like a, you know, like a, like a, like a four tracks tape, four tracks on my own bedroom, but like I could never really like use these like experimenting things with anybody before. But it's kind of like these guys gave me like a playground for me to just like. Cooking things, right? <laughs> right, exactly, and nothing is make, off the menu.、Right? And then, like, John is like, you know, really good at like putting these things together. It's just like a me and Rick was just kind of like, like playing stuff, like bits and bits, all these archives of weird stuff, and then somebody is kind of putting things together. You know, and then we all just kind of comes over to that, and then just 
cooking it doesn't make sense. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, exactly. It's like it's like everybody's it's a chef. Raining, but yeah, it just basically just gave me really fun playgrounds to to be like doing whatever that I never done before. You know. Absolutely. Hmm. And again, I think that uh, it, it comes up in the record, which just has a. You know, it sounds very assured mm. uh, in one way, but it's also an in, like an enjoyable listen. Yeah, but you can't forget that part is that like sure, like bands or songwriters can do all that stuff, but there's always like engineer and producer in the studio who polishes and really like make it together to to put it together to put that to the world you know like yeah because we we couldn't make all these records just four of us you know like there's always this creative force that put all these things together to make it as a as a album you know yeah was it dave sardi uh, who, yeah. did, who did that Dave one? Sard, Greg Gordon. Yeah. Eli, Fish. I think, recorded some stuff, right? Yeah. Eli, Eli, yeah. Like Eli and Greg and and Dave Sardi, like, we wouldn't be able to deliver that albums without these these guys, you know? Yeah. So, and it takes a village. Yeah. <laughs> like, thank you. You know? <laughs> well, and... <laughs> For the outside world that maybe hadn't seen Enon play at that point, it, it was mm-hmm. interesting because it was also a, a different band live than than the first one. Like it definitely uh, like less of a lumbering thing. Like you know, if that, yeah. <laughs> like Believo yeah. like lumbers. Like it lo- it's like you know in a good way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we tore shit out of it. You yeah. know, we went to everywhere. <laughs> like states and europe everywhere we went so many random places to play it was the best experience but like you know yeah like you you seen us play but i'm sure oh, tons yeah you were always working it you were always yeah playing. like uh willingly you know we you know like we just loved it like just going to place we could never go unless we were playing in this band you know yeah do you have any specific just while we're talking about high society you have any specific memories for mm-hmm. like you know like in this city for instance that's that's a like a memorable song from that um like what what do you what do you mean like uh you want to hear how i wrote it or yeah yeah just like you know any ly- you know how did you come up with the lyrics where did it come from i just think they're interesting songs and you know I, this show wasn't around to ask you about it when, when it came out <laughs> so yeah in the city that song i wrote with my like a casio keyboard you know oh, okay like sure. you can yeah. buy for like 40 dollars probably yeah my roommate had it and had the drum beats already in it. It's like so basic, you know? Yeah. Like if you hear, it's really my full track, you know? And just like a bass line and it's so basic. Um, yeah, 
it got published in studio for sure. That's I think it happens to so many songwriters. Yeah. That you have such a raw potential songs that somebody will polish it for you. <laughs> right, yeah. And then it gets <laughs> like if you yeah. listen to where it started from, it ends up being yeah, very different. Make it what you want it to be because you can tell these talented engineers that knows what to do, like would you be able to do this, that? Like, I don't know how to do this stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ab- absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> like, these people really makes the songs polish. And yeah, but yeah, so bro- very basic lyrics. I think the song, the ri- lyrics-wise, I think I was pretty heartbroken that time. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Or some, you know, just like anybody. Yeah. Well, and that's right. Good lyrics when you're heartbroken. <laughs> right. Because you're, you're, you're closer to your emotions, whether you yeah, want yeah, to be or not. Yeah. Yeah. So whatever that means, you know? Uh, yeah. And, and that's a, well, that's a good example too. Yeah. As you mentioned, it's sort of the, the production on that kind of makes it into this like big, I think they, I think they, um, called it electro pop at the time right that's i think that was the, the term the, the term that they use but i always say you know like a emo pop or like a electro what's that electro crush that was big oh yeah. you remember i like yes, at williamsburg with electro crush and stuff like yes. i was there but i was just like huh electro crush crush it's like crush 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 it's 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 it's, the name sounds cooler than than most of the music did i think personally (laughs) yeah they want to categorize things but yeah electro pop yeah i guess it's electro right i guess i don't know i i'm yeah but whatever whatever the reviewer or they want to <laughs> whatever say. they were listening to at the time. <laughs> yeah, I have no control of it. But there's kind of you know that out, there's like noise pop elements too, as like yeah, natural yeah. disasters. That's a very kind of yeah. you know classically like noise pop song, but then has like weird kind of noisy elements to it that kind of pop in. You know, that's that's cool. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. How many? So how many records had you made at that point? When you when you were recording High Society, like had had you um, were you comfortable in the studio at that point already? Um, yeah, it was pretty comfortable. Um, yeah, when you work with people, you know it's comfortable. Yeah, yeah, I've been in the studio with people I never met, like a corporate people. Oh, yeah, feels weird, but. But fuck it, you know, you just play. <laughs> Do your try thing. To play well, yeah. And they don't care when you work for like a corporate or like a, they don't care who you are at all. They wanna, they're looking for results, you know. Yes. And you that, just try to play well. Yeah, and and that's that that's very different than when you're, you know, writing songs with your band and and, and doing yeah, your thing. Yeah, like, you know recordings were comfortable because we worked with Dave, we worked with Greg, we worked with Eli. Yeah. You know, like a, I think in this city I sang on Eli's apartment, their bedroom. Oh really? That's awesome. I, <laughs> yeah. Sat on 
on their bed, their family <laughs> bed, and then I just sang on their bed. So it was comfortable. That's good. He made, <laughs> he made me very comfortable. <laughs> That's fantastic. But, I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's it's great. Like all the all of Dave, Greg, Eli, they're the fantastic people, you know. So always made you feel at ease. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, and I think there's a there's a lot there, there's a lot to that. Like I think that brings out the best in a musician when you're at ease. It's so true because when when I'm nervous, I don't play the best, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like a good nervous is different, but there's a bad nervous, like a, there's a positive nervous and negative nervousness. Yeah, yeah. And positive nervousness always brings out the best, but when it's a bad nervousness, performing is the worst. Have you ever thought that way when when making a record, like the the bad kind, not the good kind? Not making records, but performing, yeah, like alive for sure. And okay, so that's so that's interesting because I think that some people, some people know, and some people may not be so aware that I mean, you have done a lot of touring as I guess like you know a side person, like a side, mm-hmm. a, a side player, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Uh, and very well, I might add, and that and that, as you as you sort of alluded to, is a different set of skills. Yeah, it's definitely different, very different mindset too. So right, and and especially when it's something where the whoever you're supporting has a very mm. locked in idea of what the presentation's going to be, mm. what the songs are going to be, so yeah. on and so on. Uh, how do how do you feel that out? Like so, as a, for instance, when you started playing with Annie. Right, like how, mm. how did you how did you feel that out? How did I figure out? Yeah, like what 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 was that process? Was it more? Oh, the pro- it was so like so. It was 2011. Was first you know like a year that I started playing with her. Mm-hmm. I never played with anybody that like not like a band, you know. Yeah. Played for solo artists. So it was completely different experience for me, and it was hard first, you know, because like you're hired, like you're not like band member, like you're right. touring <laughs> band member. You hired to to uh, um, deliver this artist visions, right? Exactly. Like the artist goal, and I I took I took that challenge, and I really enjoyed. Like, I, I didn't know I would enjoy it because i never done it. First, I was just like, eh, well, I'll just try it. You know, I will learn this song. I'll, I'll try. But then, like, maybe because it was Annie that we became really good friends and stuff that I felt more close. But also, I really liked her, her new album that I was to go on tour with. And yeah, so I, uh, it was very inspiring. Because she had all these amazing players on her record that that Strange Mercy. Strange Mercy, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was my first gig with her, not knowing anything, just dived into it and I had this this album before it came to, to public and just listening and trying to figure out the bass line, but it was not bass guitar, it was all bass synthesizer. 
which I never done it before, you know, playing right. bass parts with keys. Yeah, and and that feels totally different when you're oh, playing, yeah. it, right? <laughs> it's not even piano playing. It's just totally different and but like I was very I'm I was more excited to to try than than like you know like uh what why do I play bass with keys? You know, like I was like, Oh, this is really interesting. And there's things that you can do with bass synthesizer that you can't not do with, you know, actual four string bass guitar and like obviously and I learned I learned things that I would never learned by attempting to do what I done, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, and he had this uh gospel uh player I think Bobby, what's his name? I feel bad now. I remember, like a Bobby, like a amazing bass player that she hired for her her Strange Mercy record, and he's just so good. Like I was just like, holy shit! This is like, <laughs> am I trying to reenact this guy's? Yeah, you know. But then, like, I was just like, all right. I'll I'll try and learn it, and then I don't know if you if he would just be probably laughed off, you know, if he saw me playing. <laughs> like it was so such a good ex- experience for me, like to learn like this crazy gospel key players. Right, like, right, very like, different. Yeah. Trying to imitate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like really fun for me, you know. And trying to get close to what that feels that I don't have as a, like that soul, soulful playing that I don't have, you know, in me, like as, as I grew up and then just trying to like get to it, like in my bedroom, like trying to play <laughs> like he's playing. And then just like you bring that to rehearsal space and then you're not so sure that like, you have it on that, but then like nobody says anything about it, and so it's like okay, you're not sure. But then next next thing you know, you're just playing in front of thousands of people. Right. Yeah. Because that's that's that record was kind of when things started yeah. to go go. I mean, it was it was a the her third record, I think, if I remember right. Right. And it, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But it that record is really like touched me like i love strange mercy yeah it's great and yeah it just kept grooming and grooming as i playing it and we went out and then you know like maybe just like even half of the whole tour that we did a longest tour on that album and maybe just a half of it i started to feel like, <coughs> like like grooving you know like like okay, I think I'm playing it. Finally, not thinking much. Right, fitting know? in, and 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 it's just it's just part of who you are at that point, right? Like you've, yeah, you've found. I just started to become the show for me. Maybe I don't know how the rest of the band felt, but yeah, we're all trying to figure it out, and yeah, but I was, yeah, it was very, very, very good experience, you know, like. Well, yeah, 
What what was your question? I'm oh sorry. no no! <laughs> I was just gonna say I, I I just I think that it's interesting when you're in a in a band like that where it's mm. put put together from yeah. the people that are great musicians, but you don't necessarily know them as people. So you don't necessarily know their 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 tells. You don't know their their musical. Uh, you don't have like that telepathy with them that you get when you play in a band and tour all right. the time. Right, but definitely I would listen to the music. Right. Before I would, you know, I have to feel something, right? Yeah, of course. And yeah, and his music just translated immediately. It's just like, this strange Mercy Records is so sick, you know, like, and so it was amazing. And then I kept on like 10 years, something. And then the last tour I did was this Lady Jade Bird from, from UK. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like I didn't know her music and you listen to album and it's like, this is good, you know, yeah. like just like kind of jump on the things, but like playing for other people's music. I never knew that I enjoyed it as much as I do before, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, I mean, if I, if I dare say you do a very good job of it, I mean, it's, it seems like. Thank you. I like to think that, but I never know, you know. Yeah. No, you get because it. I'm not the writer. Like, if it's it's totally different mindset. Like, if you're in your own band, you know, but you play for other people, you want to make sure that, like, you are doing what they they their visions are up to, but also like they want you there because they can hire the people, right. you know. So it's. It's it's interesting, but I do enjoy it as long as I like the music. Well, that's yeah, that's probably pretty important. <laughs> yeah, I cannot do music that I'm just do for money, you know. Yeah, yeah, just that. I mean, that that's tough. Yeah, I mean, money is important because you have to pay your bill, but you can't just take any job, you know. Well, and that's why it's so interesting with you. Uh, uh, pairing up with this, with uh, Saint Vincent because, I mean, I think that that I, that self-titled record is fantastic as well. And I just remember I, I was some, it was a late night show of some kind, and mm-hmm. and how it was presented. Uh, and this is correct me if I'm wrong because I'm just remembering this from having seen it. It was a while ago, but mm-hmm. it, I felt like it was like uh, there was like moving sidewalks, like in the airport where they move forward and then back. While mm-hmm. you were playing, uh, am I, did I just imagine this? Was this a dream? Was this a thing? Airport. <laughs> like you know how the you get on at airports, they have like it's like a sidewalk, but it's moving. Like it, it moves you forward and it moves you back. Like I felt no, like. What do you mean? <laughs> well, the, I I I feel like the stage show, at least on the from the uh, on the television show I saw, there was like those types of movements that were happening. Like you were mo- moving, moving without looking like you were moving. Uh, at, oh, with the, with Annie. Yeah, yeah, with Annie. Like, uh, yeah. Which, which one? I don't re- I don't remember. I wish I could remember. I should have done my homework on this. But I think the presentation of. Like not just like playing the songs, but presenting mm. it in this way that like just looks different. Like, oh, looks... you're talking about the choreography. Yes, the choreography. Yes, oh, thank you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. We we did practice for weeks for that stuff. Yeah, I, I thought it was fascinating. 
yeah, it's fascinating and it's fun, isn't it? It looks totally different oh. than like a band playing, really. And, mm-hmm. and and it's part of a show. And I thought that was so oh, cool. Of course, yeah. It was part of the show. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you were actually on moving sidewalks or anything, but like I like <laughs> yeah. uh, try to walk, but it's hard to do with heels. Yeah, well, exactly. I mean, it's not it's not like the outfits were uh, uh, breakdance outfits or anything, you know? Like, <laughs> you're... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I never wear, like, a heels my everyday life, but, like, you do on to- on a stage, and you have to, like, do, like a, like, a kind of moonwalk you want to do, but, like, you also have, like, your instrument that like, you try not to fall. Right, and you're trying to play your parts, too, and you're trying not to yeah. fall. and you have, like, a cable dangle on your feet, too. Yeah. You try not to forget yeah. the, forget where you are in the song. Try not to fall down. Try not. To- yeah, you have your back like a pole that you're excruciating pain too, and <sighs> that's that's rough. But yeah. that, but it seems like that's a it seems like that's a thing that's ver- that Annie has has decided to like David Bowie would do the same sort of thing, right? Like to have like the big show, and that's part of the show. It looks sure. Even if you're not a musician that's coming from like you know punk rock or whatever, you can you can be like, oh wow, look, that's the outfits are crazy, and look at that, those they're moving like robots here, and you know. yeah, yeah, we had a choreographer to uh, work with us too. So, so when you when you practice that stuff, mm-hmm. are you playing the song at the same time? Like, are you playing your parts while you're practicing it, or do you practice it and then add the playing? Or like, what? How does and I? This may sound like a silly question, but I just am fascinated by how that works. I've never done such a thing. Not silly question. Um, so just choreographer, choreographer would would so the song like uh, there's a playback and so rehearsal space. You know, we rehearsed so many hours, but like rehearsal space, you have a song plays, and then choreographer will show you the move mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then we kind of try to learn and then we go through song and we try to just do it all together so yeah like yeah you play and do the choreographer choreographing move yeah just practice practice makes it perfect right exactly <laughs> so but did it feel really weird or crazy like first time first time that you you did it or was it I, fun. I like i like new things you know and if i didn't like it i would know i don't like it yeah but i i enjoyed the whole thing it was a it's a it's a hard work you know but i really enjoyed it i don't mind working hard as long as i enjoy it you know absolutely or like not enjoy but it's like you know it's good, you know. Yeah, you, you you've done the, you've done the work and it's there. Yeah, and then you start to enjoy after you become muscle memory, just like whoa. Right, right. Well, and some of those shows are so, you know, it's so interesting how it's set up that, like, uh, I, I the one I, th- I think it was for the record after that where mm-hmm. you were like in a row, um. And the uh, the other so it was it was Annie and then you and then the other two and they had the the red um, mask um, 
pantyhose uh, like looking like almost oh, yeah. like serial killer looking. Not, yeah, yeah, she's yeah. She's not doing that stuff on this one that she's doing, but that that yeah, the one that we did. Yeah, she had a uh, the Danielle and Maddie had a face mask because it matching to the uh, backdrop the video yeah. that she made. <laughs> right, exactly, and it must be crazy to, <laughs> for them to be playing in that because. I mean, I've tried playing in masks. It's no fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't have to wear, but... Yeah, you didn't I, have to. <laughs> I could have. I could have if she wanted me to, you know? Yeah. Really, at the end of the day, it's her show. So you you hired to do what she wanted. Yeah. But maybe she was... Maybe she wanted me to wear too, but she was nice enough. It's like, maybe Togo doesn't want it. I don't know, but I didn't have to wear it. But I could be in the mask too. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it, it it made for a cool show, and I like that economy of like half the people being masked and half the people yeah. not. You know, it looks I cool. Would, I would done the mask. You know, you're 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 paid to do that stuff. You do you do what the artist wants you to, right? Right, right. Sure, absolutely. And, and uh, oh, so on that, I saw this year. I saw the um. The movie I saw the the movie about the movie the uh, um, oh, yeah yeah uh what was it uh, no, nowhere in yeah yeah I thought it was I thought it was awesome I thought it was hilarious I was super excited when you I saw you in it? it I did I liked it yeah cool and it's it's it seemed like a very Annie thing to do in a yeah good way. <laughs> it's it's a while ago I'm trying to remember. It's not that while ago, but it's like a four years ago, though. Three, maybe three weeks. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This pandemic is giving me a weird sense of time. Yeah, something um, seems like a week ago, and you're like, no, that was two and a half years yeah, ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it must be at least two years ago, at least. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. But I, I loved it. I thought it was good. I thought it was very clever. I thought it was very funny. I thought it was very <laughs> cool looking. And, uh, you know, it was, again, the the most Annie Clark possible thing to do for a documentary like that. <laughs> yeah. And I say that as a fan. Like, I totally mean that in, in, a, in a good way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it seems like the kind of thing that, uh, you know, if David Bowie had been born later, maybe he would do, you know, just kind of like that. Hey, let's have fun with this. Let's make this into like kind of a, more of a film and mm-hmm. put some freaky and you, visuals. She, she brought her really good friend, uh, Carrie, yes. into like, you know, the screen and writing and stuff. They worked together. It's cool. Like mm-hmm. two best friends made made that film. Yeah. I think she awesome. is choosing, you know, her creative output with people that she really loves. You know, there's something to be said for that. And and speaking mm-hmm. of Carrie, and by the way, like I I love Carrie Brown. I I was a huge fan yeah. way before she ever did Portlandia. I mean, yeah. No, I don't know if you know, but I got to play uh, keys and stuff. I do. Oh. <laughs> I do know that. That's awesome. So, I'm luckily, yeah, she's fantastic. Uh, how did it, so? How did that come to pass? Was that I mean I know that they 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 put out that record and they were you know putting together mm-hmm. the band right. I'm sure that any any put the words you know because I was just like jobless and just 
kicking around and yeah oh she was like they looking for keyboard player and you know it's like yeah she she connected us because she you know like made a part of the record that she produced it and everything and yeah she connected us and it was amazing it was great tour there's a lot of cool keyboard parts on there too you know that's a very um it's an interesting record that way you know there's a lot of keyboards (laughs) yeah you know because there's so many backpacks because the 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 drummer the janet left and it's just it it kind of like it was such a messy like a vibe like a fan's world yeah you know like it's an out of my hand it's nothing to do what i have to say but like it was just very like uh not ideal situation to be on tour because like they made such amazing album and then the because Janet was like such a big part of the band and everything, yeah, yeah. so that divided the fans, and that really like kind of shadowed the really amazing record itself because of the weird politics among people, you know. Yeah, like they never gave it a fair shot. And I, did, I didn't like that. Yeah. I thought it was so fucking lame. It's just like like a fan just. I shouldn't probably say much. I'm probably going to get, like, a weird hate mail saying this. <laughs> but, like, yeah, it's some stuff was, like, a really unnecessarily uh, things. Like, despite just made a really good record, you know? Yeah. I don't know. What, you, what do you think? Well, I think that if they had called it something other than Sleater Kenny, then it wouldn't have, like, nobody would have felt that way. Uh, but mm. it's so Carrie like, and uh, Kern's band. They did two records before Janet, and those records yeah. are great, especially the second one. Like I talked about this, and I I don't want to make it like anything like um, things, but like like why why people like talk such a like a sick sick way to people that just made. You know, like, I don't know. Tear it My, down. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I should not say anything, but... Well, so, yeah, I, <laughs> I don't want to get that. you in trouble, but I think I think you're right. I think that people have a tendency to want to tear something down like that, and, and I don't... That's yeah, not me. I don't know. It felt very hurtful, you know? Like, yeah. like yeah, this... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, I like all of <laughs> Carrie's <laughs> other bands it's as well. Oh, there felt very uh it's like why you know i think there's something very special that happens when carrie and uh corinne play together and i think both of them are incredibly talented and the other bands they've done are awesome as well but there's something really special when those two get together i think so too and i have nothing like being like saying like janet didn't have anything like she's no, amazing, amazing. Bummer, and she's been part of it but like it just felt like that whole band was like being knocked down by just being like things about that that situation, you know? Yeah. Anyway. No, absolutely. I mean, I can't imagine how hard that must have been for Angie. <laughs> you know, yeah. where it's like <laughs> I mean Angie's fucking amazing. Great she drummer. Is yeah. Best 
<laughs> and she knew she what she was coming into, you know. Some people would like, like yelled, like things in front. Like <sighs> some people came early to like yell mean things. Yeah, that's awful. Dudes, chill, chill the fuck out. You know, like it's music. Just like you don't know the fact, you know, like you don't know what really went on, you know. Yeah, and I, I guess the fact that people connected so deeply with the music and they felt they have like personal stakes in it in that yeah. way, it's good that they got that connection, but it's bad that it turned mean. Yeah, it was just very like a hateful feels that I didn't really like that, you know. Like doesn't have to be like that, you know. But it seems like I mean, plenty of people came out and enjoyed the show too, right? So it seems like still was a yeah cool experience. Yeah, mostly good. But I didn't like the the weirdness that yeah. like being poured in, like kind of like injected from the side of good time, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like we had like a good time, but then there's every once in a while there's like this needles like poke us from the side being <laughs> just like, right. Yeah, totally. No, I, I yeah. get it. Yeah, you that we are mad at you all. So it's like, what are you mad at? Like we're trying to play good music. Yeah, exactly. And it's you know, yeah. It, it's, I mean, yeah. I, I guess fans like the like people don't know really what's what's going on. Right. Yeah. And they just speculate and like attack you, and you know who takes high roads, you know. Well, and bands change, and and they yeah. and sometimes bands change their sound. I mean, all right, I'm gonna bring up another example: Blonde Redhead. <laughs> okay, there you go. I knew it's coming. Well, they. I mean, they. You know, w- w- where they're at now is not where they started. You know. Yeah. Mm. No, they're great. They're great musicians, you know. Yeah, and and it started off as uh, you know, kind of a, a one kind of band, and some people latched onto yeah. that, and they didn't like it when they changed, and they didn't want it to be different, and some people were yeah. liked it, and see, that's their aesthetic, and then I respect that. Yeah, it's their world, and uh, you know, you gotta you like outside people just shouldn't poke into to band's business, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think if, if it didn't make a deep connection with people, they wouldn't think of doing it. But people feel they have like an ownership stake in it or something. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, I think know. you said it right. I think people has like this ownership to, to band. Yeah. 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 And you just got to let them, but just don't hurt these people that trying to work hard and, trying to bring some good to it you know yeah yeah i mean there, there's yeah exactly i think that that's that's a good life ethos i mean do you do you sorry to bring it up like i didn't i didn't i guess we didn't really talk about like i, I don't i don't think of you as being from blonde redhead obviously because that was oh, a million years ago five minutes you know yeah <laughs> but that is a good record i mean it's, it's yeah i mean i'm honored i got to be play with them but I know that I wouldn't last in that camp for that long anyway. Yeah. You know, it was good, good, um, good, really good stop by, you know? Yeah. And it's like, I, 
Oh, hmm? go, go ahead. Sorry. Just... Oh, no, no. Go ahead. I was just going to say, like, sometimes, you know, stuff can be, you can make something cool and it's just, that's not what you're going to be doing for. Naturally. Yeah. Any, like any, any relationship. Yeah. It's, it was, and it, it has turned out yeah. great for everybody. So it's. it's... Uh, but really, I got, I got a lot from that experience, you know. So I'm, I have no regrets or I'm even grateful that I got to play with them. Right. You know, even I'm not in friendship with them anymore or anything like that. Like, you know, obviously they are so talented and I got to be part of it. And my early, like, time, like, I was like, what, like 20 years old? Right, 21. Like prehistory. <laughs> yeah, I got to be able to be part of that, you know, like, so I'm thankful you know, everything means to me, no matter what experience I had, good or bad. Right. That I am, I, um, I am thankful that I, I was part of any of it because any good or bad experience, mostly good, even with, with them, like more good experiences than bad, led me to things, you know. I mean, yeah, so I'm 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 friends with Dave Paho and to this day, you know, people still obsess on Spiderland as well they should. It's great, but it's like they were kids when they when they made that record. Like he's made like 50 records since then and it's <laughs> but it's it sometimes stuff like this connects with people, you know? Yeah. And it means something. I think something. experience means things, you know? But I always I, it's always interesting to see like what 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 connects and stays and what uh, what does and what stuff comes back. Sometimes people come back and like rediscover a band or a record. Which by the way, I think Enan's totally overdue for a revival. Hmm. If for anybody sure. wants to hear, it's there. You know? <laughs> exactly. The record is still there. The record's just still gonna be still be interesting. You know, we yeah. um we've talked this song, we haven't uh, talked about uh, uh plus ultra. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> hmm, what about what about it? <laughs> well, I think it's. <laughs> uh, it, it, I think I think it's interesting, and I think that that's. It's see, a weird, right? It, it is. It, it's it, it's it was a. Uh, so was Enan? No, I'm trying to remember mm-hmm. the timeline. Enan was pretty much done, as a band at that time. Matt was mm-hmm. out, right? Um, mm-hmm. And that's about when John started Crooks on Tape, and you started making the record that be, that became Plus Ultra, right? Is mm-hmm. is, is that timeline correct? <laughs> Yeah, when John started to touring with a caribou. Caribou, that's right. I always forget about caribou. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, books and caribou. That's when I started to uh, mess around with my MPC and at home. You know, like yeah. Mm. Did you have the idea that you were going to make records with it, or was it just like, hey, let's see what we can do? You know, with these vintage synths really and drum have, machines. Like gold. <laughs> yeah. But I wanted to make something with this new toys that I haven't really used before you know, like wrote music with before. Right. Like I got gift I, I got present uh MPC for four thousand as a gift. And 
I started to just mess around. And yeah, we just moved to LA. That time I started writing and yeah. And then I just stopped messing around and then I was like, oh, this is, I want to make some something. Yeah, record with with this. So I just started to write song when I was home by myself, you know, in New City, with without many friends. <laughs> Did you always have the idea that you were going to release it under like a band name? Which, by the way, props for using like the Roman numerals where the U's are V's. I, I okay, so Plus Ultra is is. With a V, it sounds so pretentious, and I hate it. But <laughs> so, yeah, so, it, <laughs> so yeah, it's so pretentious. I I would, but it came because um, uh, this uh, um, what's his name? Mm-hmm. So this like the ancient uh, the surgeon who had his house that like took almost like all his life until he dies to like make his dream house comes true oh cool okay and, and uh he had we went to the house tour um and uh, he had this this uh, ceramic tiles things on the fireplace it says plus ultra that's right. In his fireplace with a V, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like they, they, when pretentious you... way of <laughs> say you. <laughs> I, <laughs> so it wasn't really my idea, but I saw it. And so I looked up into him and stuff. It just, it means father beyond in Spanish. It's like a sailor, you know, like. Oh, a, cool. All right. When Taylor, that like you don't want to go too far. They said, it's "Like this is it. You shouldn't go farther than this from this ocean because they want to contain your life within your your religion or whatever that yeah, they, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know. So trying people not to go explore to discover something more than what you have in your life, you know. But then this ship." found a way just pass it and then there it was not like a Niagara fall situation at the end of the ocean right <laughs> right you, exactly yeah yeah like you go farther and actually you're not gonna die you find some new life like new lights or whatever so that really inspired me sure. so like a father beyond you know it sounds cheesy but it's not as cheesy as the V <laughs> well, that's, that's just stylization. I mean, that's does it a... make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have a mixed feeling about it, but I took that because I had to. I had to um, send the name to the label that was to put out. Yeah, interested to put out these things that I did. So I had to um, make decisions like in three hours or something. So I just did, and yeah. It's so cool. by the way, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a cool yeah. record. I mean, it's it's it sounds like you're taking that ethos and putting it towards, you know, the music, like writing the songs. Like, there's a lot of, you know, it was is it an NPC the the um, 
the beats. Uh, yeah, I have so much fun making that one, you yeah. know. So I'm just glad somebody wanted to pull it out to have actual like a textile of the vinyl, which makes me more happier than anything. Mm. Absolutely. Well, and it's it's if you're talking about going further beyond, right? Like, what's further beyond than <laughs> just like, okay, let's make something, let's go. Yeah, let's go because it's always something more that you don't know, you know. But so, so you wanted to have it be under a band name rather than under your own name. Yeah, I think I'm just because I change my mind all the time. Okay. Yeah. Like I think I have such a short uh attention span. Like it's hard to stick to one thing. So I think I'm avoiding responsibility to to call my own name. Wow. If it is said in a worse way, you know, like you can always play the character for that mood that you are in when you're making this. Yeah, it's a bit, there's a bit of finality when you put your name on stuff, and I'm, I guess I'd be a guy who... I might regret what I just said, but, like, I don't know. Maybe that's that's what it is, you know? Like, I just don't know, like, because when you're making something, it doesn't really always you. Yeah, it's, it's your voice, and but it's not I necessarily like your voice. that you can, like, change the mood of your music. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and instead of having, uh, unless you're Sleater Kinney, in which case that's not allowed apparently. But <laughs> if you are that, like a strong force, maybe. But like I'm really like uh, none of like that stuff I'm doing as a solo stuff feels very floaty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That it's not really uh, feel grounded. I think it. I feel more grounded if I do this with partner, friends, like I have a members, like a band. Right. I feel more grounded that will make this as a collaboration and solid. But like when I'm alone, I feel like I'm always floating with my idea. And how do you know it's done too, if you're the only person in in the room? Yeah, I'm avoiding uh, like my personal like responsibility or feelings that I get like flat back from my own work maybe I don't know well and it's it's difficult to self-motivate too I mean that goes back to what we were talking about at the beginning right? yeah I like I like the fact that like uh, mm, like different solo stuff is like different me or something because I'm not like where like I'm writing my super like this is me you know like <laughs> yeah once you I mean it is true when you put your name on something it's like okay that's James Brown or that's David Bowie so, it's yeah. too serious to me like that's interesting I like to play the idea when I'm making something do you so when you're putting something together on your own do you have sort of an idea of where something's going to fit in or how it's going to fit in with everything else? I think that's something that's my homework. <laughs> that I, 
it's better to uh, put that mindset into my work. Right. Will help my career maybe, but I have been so floaty that I've, I'm functional, but I feel really floated, floaty creatively. Well, maybe that helps make you better as a like a side person for for I these bigger bands. That's why I'm doing it, you know, because I have uh, so many songs in my computer undone. You know, I'm finished. Yeah. But somehow I've been this funk. I can't finish it. You know. Do you work and okay then, with a deadline? Well, I will be able to at some point, but I just yeah. No, I don't want to right now or something. Right, right, right. I was going to say, do you, do you work better with a deadline or to have like some stakes in it? Deadline. Yeah. I need deadline. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, um, see, like my lazy personality. <laughs> well, but there's something to be said for like okay, yeah. it's, it's got to be sent off by. Have like <laughs> at least three albums worth of stuff in my personal archives. Love to hear it. You should finish it. But I don't. I'm not happy with any of it. Maybe I will never be. But I don't know. Like, like what am I waiting for? You know? Yeah, no, it seems like no one else is. <laughs> yeah, nobody is. <laughs> There's nobody is waiting for, but like, I have to want to finish, right? Like, yeah. And that's, I think, yeah. you're hitting on something really important because there Sorry? is that idea of self motivation. You know? Yeah, exactly. And I'm lacking on that right now. Like, I do, but yet. It's strange place, you know. I get it. Do you? I I know I abs- I absolutely do. As mm. as someone that frequently has to self motivate, people yeah. people see when you do it well, and I'm like, mm. well, you don't see the nine times that out of ten that I don't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's much more that, common. <laughs> at least I'm honest about it, you know. Yeah, well, absolutely. No, I mean to a fault. I like, think a lot of people in my same boat, but. Won't say it, you know. <laughs> well, there's a stigma, right? Yeah, it's a stigma. But I think I'm. I started to feel like, okay, I should put these things together. Like I have been archiving more, so yeah. Like even just like interview, like I was like, do do I want to? You know. <laughs> well, because like, that's what you said. You like I don't have anything new, and I'm like, you've done so many amazing things. I want to hear about all of them. You kidding me? Like, Come on. Yeah. Like, what do you want to ask me? Like, I haven't done much, you know? You've done so much. And the, the thing is with this show is that people like hearing about the the, the experience and the journey, too. Like, that's important. And mm. talk Everybody about... Everybody's interested, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, probably people are more interested I talk about, you know, like, like uh, people I worked with. You know? I, I was shocked how many people were like, the laps, the laps. I'm like, oh, yeah, the laps is great. It's weird because the laps is the most blur memories in me, you know? Oh, re- really? Like you don't have... Uh... Mm. No, it's really like, no, like uh, 
reasons, it's the most blur uh, time hmm. for me. Mm. Yeah, I mean, if you ask me question, I will try to like dig uh, the memories, but that's the part that I don't really think about anymore. You know? Well, it was a different part of your life. You know, and it's yeah, and it was not really a happiest time of life, neither. Yeah, you know, it was not a very good time of of my life. Maybe I'm buried it. I don't know, but do you yeah, think that happens but, sometimes? That if it's sorry to interrupt, but if if you have like a time in your life where you're personally not happy that maybe it can affect how you think of the music yeah you're probably right like i was not happy that time yeah i was pretty it, i was in a very dark time yeah so maybe you know some people like to to hear these translating that part of music but i don't know maybe chris was fine but i was not Mm. That time, sorry, but I don't mean to bomb you. No, no, no. It's what the thing is. <laughs> like well, I can laugh about it now, but like I'm just trying to think back that I don't think about it at all much. Yeah, no, I I, I appreciate you sharing it though, because when people come mm-hmm. on this show and they talk about. You know, we talk about the great times, and you also have to, you know, talk talk yeah. about it, acknowledge that I the mean, times that weren't so great. Oh, without being like painful or anything, yeah, but yeah. like, I just don't. That era is not some times that are my best time. Does it make sense? I get it. Mm. I, get, I, I yeah, totally get it. You yeah. know, things are documented, and if people like it, I'm thankful. But, yeah, you know, lots of love for the laps. So just take yeah, it, take it, what you will. There are, there are up and downs, you know, in your life that you're doing for a while. <laughs> how, yeah. how did you? Yeah. What else do you want to know? Well, how did you feel? Like, how did that, how did that band end? I don't, I don't even know how that band ended. Like that, that, that was happening on another coast. That was another like la- universe. La- yeah. Yeah. Well, like, so I was, you know, I, I was dating that. That that dude, that Chris. Yeah, Chris Leo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We dated, and it was just bad. It ended terribly. Mm. So that band ended terribly too. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that, that'll <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. I guess. I mean. Yeah, yeah. That, that short story. That that you know, lovers <laughs> have a band together, then ends yeah. it, and bands ends it terribly as well. <laughs> Uh, y- your name. Okay, yeah. so oh, that's that. Um, you- I mean, it was we? Were, I don't think we were dating that point. Neither it's so blur. I'm sorry. I'm trying to remember. No, yeah, it's, it's so blur that time. But I don't think we were together. But kind of, you know, like yeah. uh, lingering together moments. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, so your ended, name ended. You're so having nothing to do with any of that. Uh, I I forgot I had Sid from Les Savvy Fav on, and oh yeah, Fav. Your name was invoked, and we both agreed that you were awesome, and nice oh, things were said. 
Uh, and that just reminded me that uh, you're on. Well, I think all three of you are on. Let's stay friends. But you're on uh, the Cat and the Cobra. Is it the Cat and the Cobra? I think the second one. I right. Think so, like, yeah. Every time they're just like, "Can you come down?" Because I live like two blocks from the studio they're recording. Yeah. You know, Rare Book Room in Brooklyn back then. And uh, yeah, so I was just like, okay, and I was just walk by and yeah. Tim will give me this lyrics and then can you sing with me? It's like yeah, and yeah, yeah. We were all really good friends. Those are two bands that I think sit very well together. Mm. Also, discography wise, sound wise, I think I actually saw you yeah, on tour with them at least once. Mm. Uh, but it seemed like Lissavi Fav and Enan, well, not sounding like each other because how would that be? But like, it mm. seems like. Those those bands had a similar sort of way of looking at the world and uh, making music from mm-hmm. the outside. Yeah, I mean we were good friends, you know, and you know John like uh, played played with them later on too. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. For the tour. Yeah, but you know. Yeah, they're a great band, you know? And John was perfect because I think, like, they were influenced by Brainiac, too. Sure. I can hear, you know? And they had the Brainiac guitar player in the band. Right. <laughs> Pretty great, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can be better. Yeah, worked out okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know? Do you yeah. do you ever... Uh, so, yeah... Um, so anyway, I guess that was more just a hey, your your name came up in another episode, and I, I figured I'd bring it up. <laughs> but you just you, yeah, you, you pop up here and there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so when he, <laughs> I just thought I'd bring that up. I guess I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah. Am I doing okay? Do you want? You're doing great, Toko. This is fantastic. No, no, okay. this is. This Never is... do interview, just so you know. Well, so I'm sure. This is like the way it should be. It's definitely the way it is for me. So editing this later, like, like to be more better and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you're gonna make me self-conscious. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I guess it's good because you probably make other people more self-conscious. Well, I, I <laughs> look. I, you, okay. you you've done a, you've done a lot of fantastic stuff and and it's great and I'm 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 so glad you agreed to talk to me about all of it. I think that um, how did how did Enan end? It it, it was because uh, I didn't recall it ever being like Enan's broken up. It just yeah yeah yeah. Was there ever like anything de- definitively said or just kind of peter out a little bit at the end? Well, I mean, Matt is not the reason that we are done. You know. I mean, it's just, I think it just came naturally, the time, you know, it just, I mean, you have to interview Ma and John to hear what they think. Yeah. Because we never really talked. We're like, we all close, but we never talked. But for me, for me, like, it changed a lot when Rick left. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So, Rick left to 
the band stopped playing was like years, you know, between after Rick left. But to me, in me, Inun was like not the same after Rick left. You like a lot of people can agree or disagree, but like, yeah, sure, we kept going, but like, yeah, like Rick Lee was like crucial in the band, you know, it was him and John, really. So, like, core songwriting that's that's why I joined hearing their music, like, released or unreleased, that got me excited to play. That's great, yeah. You know, like, Rick Lee is so under the radar that he is... He, he really is, man. Like, that guy is... <laughs> we hang out. Like, we are friends. But, like, he is a true, um, talented, like, real musician who doesn't, like, promote himself. Like, I don't much neither, but he's worse than me. You know, like... <laughs> sure, <but> yeah. <laughs> he's more talented than the person I would play music the, more than most people who, like, trying to promote so hard, you know, like... Like, he's just somebody that, like... It was a lot... It was lacking after he left in and then... It was moments, but I, for me, it was just, like, not the same. For a while, you know, and John is so talented, and we we try, but like at the point, it's like I'm not sure anymore, you know. Yeah, I don't know. And it's it's just, you have to ask those, you know, to Matt and John separately. You should interview Rick. I'd lo- I'd love to have Rick on. That that'd be awesome. Yeah. That's a great idea. He is he. You sh- yeah, he's he's amazing musician that most people would even know, you know. Well, and I'm, you know, I'm 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 the guy that I I know a lot more <laughs> of his discography than a lot of people do, you know. He's like, a weird, he's a weird dude, but he's a, <laughs> <laughs> but he's he's our best friend, so still, so yeah, you know. Well, John's yeah. told me that there's so much Crooks on Tape stuff that's never been... Oh, my God. They have so many just... uh, unreleased. They just record every jam they do. Right. And uh, this Joey Caravan is a drummer. He is so under the radar that nobody that probably would know, but I we do. And some people, of course, know him. He's an amazing drummer. And they just like they're such a geek, you know, like right. <laughs> nerdy. They just in a studio like jamming and recording, and I hear the recording. It's just so good. It's like, what are you gonna do with this stuff? You know, I'll sit on it for forever. <laughs> apparently, is what they're gonna do. It's, it's like, yeah, it's just so good. Like better than the thing you hear. Yeah, yeah. It, but, that's it's, just happening everywhere. I I assume you know, you know. Probably. But I hope I hope they will put out something. Do you, Do you think Toka that because uh, you've mentioned you, you have all the stuff that you've recorded? But do you think you're done working in a band collaboratively? Do you think you would do that again? Oh, I do collaborate. I do. 
but I don't know who. Uh, sounds like a challenge. <laughs> I would love to. Nobody asked me. What? That's crazy. <laughs> no, nobody asked me to collaborate for a while. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm open to it. Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying there's a lot of people that are, play music that listen to this show. So I'm yeah? just saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They knew they I'm ha- I, I want to do like a remix stuff because it might be fun, chop things up and do things. Make something cool out of uh, something. Yeah, absolutely. Why not, right? Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, sounds like fun. Yeah. Toko, this has yeah. been this has been awesome. Thank you so much for spending so much time with me and talking with me. Ah, thank you too. I, I hope um, it was okay. Um, it's, it's great. I know you don't do this very often. I kind of had to talk you into it a little bit, and I appreciate that about you. <laughs> I'm sorry if I'm not like uh, interesting to listeners. Um. Stop! <laughs> stop! Stop it! And so the last thing, Toko, that I do for these for these shows. Yeah. It's, it's the only kind of can question that I ever asked. Yeah. yeah, ask me. You got time to yeah. in the last moments. Yeah. You, you can choose to interpret it however you like. You can choose to answer it however you like. Okay. But why do you do what you do? Why do I do what I do? Um, there's uh, more than one answers, but right now I can say is... I like to uh, travel. Uh, and experience moments, play music with the moments, I guess. You know, I think I do what I do. It's a therapy nice. to me. Um, yeah, I think so. It's kind of like a therapy to in, to my well-being. Not always that that's the case, but most of the time it is. Well, I love that you do it, and I love that you <laughs> spend so much time talking to me about it, and I appreciate you. Thank you for doing it, Toko. Thank you for having me. And uh, until next time. Yeah, till next time. All right, take care. Take care, Conan. Ah, there she goes. Okay, you see that. Let's uh let's listen to uh let's listen to a song. This is uh actually you know, didn't we talk about natural disasters? Yeah, let's do natural disasters. Yes, let's do natural disasters. <laughs> Left behind for the cuts of cake 
sure that you've left behind For the glass of cake, for the steak and wine No more emotions to show Nobody has to know It's just a natural disaster that you've left behind For the glass of cake, for the steak and wine
All right, that's The Orchard with Savvy Fav featuring Toko. And before that, we had we had some Plus Ultra. And before that, we had Enon. And that was um, In the City and Natural Disasters. This is Multify Society, which clearly is a record I like a lot. <clears throat> and I'd like to thank, like thank Toko for kind of the show. Uh, what an awesome... What an awesome person. What, what a great what a great life in music she's had so far. Still going. Still going strong. Are we going? I really want to hear these unfinished demos. Is this thing on? Albums of hers. It's fascinating to me. But anyway, the uh, name of the show is Kona Neutron's Protonic Reversal. Thank you ever so much for listening to it. The show airs Thursdays, 8 Eastern, 7 Central. Six Mountain, Five Pacific on Radio Nope, Radio Nope.com. Say yes to Nope. Usually streaming on Twitch and YouTube as well these days. ProtonicReversal.com for the archives. Always free. No ads, no sponsors. No kidding. If you like the show and want to get episodes sooner and also support the show, Patreon.com slash Proton Reversal will achieve that goal. Anyone within the sound of my voice. Thanks for sharing the show, liking it. I've got nice words. Just listening. Whatever. Thanks for all that. It's always appreciated. I think that uh, there's some cool stuff coming up. Pretty, pretty sure. So stay tuned. Thank you for your continued listenership. I do appreciate it. This microphone turns sound into electricity. Stay safe out there. Can you hear me now? And take it easy. Out on Route 128, dark and lonely. I got my radio on. Can you hear me now?
Welcome to my top 10. I'd like to thank our sponsor. But we haven't got a sponsor. Not if you were the last man on earth. She was prepared to prove it. This one goes out to a special girl. if there's no one there to receive. It's the end of radio. As we come to the close of our broadcast day, Can you hear me? 